Welcome to Small Business Lifeline, Crane Communications podcast to navigate the coronavirus crisis. My name is Christine Honey Dare Bryan, and I'm an editor with Crane Communications. Today, we're talking about what small business owners seem to be thinking about a lot right now what works and what does not work when you do reopen. So we're going to talk to a jewelry store owner in Brooklyn who recently reopened and then head to Chicago to speak with a small business owner about the challenges that he's facing there as well. Simha Minkowitz is the owner of Amora Fine Jewelry with her husband in Brooklyn, New York. And after two months under lockdown, she recently reopened her shop. So here's what she learned. Uh, Simha, it's great to have you on our show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored. So how did you approach just the logistics of cleaning your store differently and making it COVID friendly to customers? So I basically was just taking, looking at the guidelines that were out there in general, the six feet apart, um, everything I was seeing from outside, I tried to implement inside. So every customer that walks in, um, we give them a mask because sometimes people, you know, forget. So we act as they have it. They don't have to provide that for people. We only allow a certain amount of people in the store. Um, we have six feet in between clients. If they're a couple, they stay together. If they're from the same family unit, nuclear family, that's okay. Um, we keep people together. That's fine. But we, for the most part, we just try and limit the amount of people. We're doing a lot of life falling, like, and, and, when people come into my store and touch the handles, we're wiping down the handles. We're also um, asking people to put hand sanitizer on before I start with them because in a jewelry store, jewelry gets touched a lot and people are trying things on. So before I have them even start with anything, we do that. And then every piece that's touched is wiped down with alcohol swabs and then put back in the showcase. So we're very confident in between each interaction that we're putting back cleaning pieces so that we can give clean pieces out again. Um, and the customers really appreciate it, and everyone's been really cool with it. So tell me, how have you had to change your mindset when you reopened? How have you really had, as a small business owner, had to kind of think differently? Well, first of all, just on a human level, like meeting our customers, you know, we, we don't know what each person's been through in the past two months. It's been more than two months at this point, but I'm saying like what people have been through. So more on like a human level, we sort of are greeting everyone with how are you and how's your family um, and how did you guys fare? You know, some people have lost people in their family. Some people were actually sick themselves and they got over the virus. So it's nice just in that part. So in that way to first start our conversation, I find that people are actually really happy to get out. People are really happy to see us open. They're enjoying their experience shopping and just being able to do normal life things, you know, regular daily activities that we all miss and crave. So that's been great. We also find it like in the beginning, I thought it would be awkward to ask customers all these things. But like I said before, people are so used to it that they're actually very happy to put these um, safety measures in place along with us. And overall, it's been it's been pretty good. You know, it feels it feels like life and um, it feels liberating and it feels good. And it feels also like we're very resilient people and we can get through this. You know, we'll come out stronger in the end. Wonderful. Thank you, Simka. It's been great having you on our program. Thanks so much for having me.
Jay Goltz owns four businesses and employs 110 people in the Chicago area at a home store, frame shop, and manufacturing facility. He reopened his home store named Jason Home several weeks ago, and his manufacturing facility is also reopening. He has learned very quickly about what is working and not working when reopening. Jay, it's great to have you on our show. Great to be here. So can you take me through just the logistical issues of reopening, people wearing masks, customers wearing masks, what about even you know having people in your break room? Tell me what's going on on the logistical side. First of all, you know, I've been in business for 42 years and been through lots of recessions, but this is a whole new set of circumstances. I've never been shut down ever by him. First, it, 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 people have anxiety, and, and between the anxiety of, of getting sick and the anxiety of, you know, paying their bills and then the customers, it's just, it's just a one-tenth situation. So... Everybody's wearing masks, we're cleaning things regularly, we're following all the rules, and my home store has a garden section, a 7,000 foot outside garden, so I opened it because according to the rules, um, we sold some landscapers we were able to open. So I have to say the customers have been thrilled to be out, they're wearing masks, they're waiting in line, no problem. I had one person give us a hard time while wearing a mask, but everyone else is just perfectly pleasant and happy to be there. The employees have anxiety about, you know, seeing all these customers, so I had to make guarantees to them that, okay, we'll make sure there's not more than 15 people in the lot outside. And and then you've got the whole problem with people were making more money on unemployment than coming to work. So, you know, I had to tell them, look, at that's not an option. We did the PPP thing. and. We took them off unemployment like we were supposed to. So there's just a lot of moving parts and a lot of anxiety. And so far, so good, though. We opened, we're doing business, and the framing business is opening on Wednesday. So tell me, how do you even handle social distancing in a store, even with things like the break room? Well, at my factory, we have... I have another room we haven't used in a while. I put extra tables up there and we're telling everybody one person at the table and we're splitting the, the breaks. In the framing business, we've hung plexiglass shield over every counter and everyone's wearing masks. So we're probably gonna have to have somebody wait at the door and if too many customers come in, make them wait. We don't, we haven't opened yet, so it's hard to tell what the demand's gonna be. But I, from what I can see, people wanna get out of their house. Tell me though about your workers. You mentioned that some had some hesitation to go back to work. What are you telling people and how are you working with your employees who are fearful to work back in a store? We're trying to work with everybody, but the reality is if you want to stay in business, you have to have employees. I haven't had a situation yet, but if somebody says, I'm not comfortable coming back to work, we're going to have to take it on a person by person basis. and. You know, I've talked to a lot of business owners and a lot of younger business owners have this thing, oh, we have to play fair and transparent and consistent. I have a guy that's worked to me for 34 years. He's 63 years old. He's a wonderful employee. And if he says, I'm not comfortable coming back to work for a couple more weeks, I'm going to work along with him. Somebody that's worked here for two months, that's 24 years old, I don't know that I'm going to be able to give that somebody needs to take care of the customers somebody needs to come to work so I haven't gotten to that point yet where I'm gonna to have to make the tough decision of saying you know what 
I'm sorry you're uncomfortable, but if you can't come back to work on Monday, we're going to have to replace you. That is the reality of running a business. I can't run a business with no employees. How do you also handle the fact that workers are so anxious? Well, we're going out of our way to we're following all the rules with the, with the cleaning the place. And then I hired a company to come in and professionally disinfect everything. And at the, at the end of the day, and I haven't had this yet, I told all my managers, at some point, maybe it won't be enough for someone. We're not the Mayo Clinic. There's only so much we can do. And if at some point they say, well, I'm still not comfortable, they'll just have to go to work somewhere else that they will be comfortable if that place exists. I, I can't buy that. I can't, I can't, there's only, I'm doing everything I can. And that's all I can do. At the end of the day, my number one responsibility is to keep the business in business. And to keep the business in business, you have to take care of customers. So I have to open and I have to have employees to take care of those customers. What, you know, what can I do? I, I, you know, there's only so much I can do about it. You also had a great point about how much collective anxiety there is right now. And almost as a small business owner, you have to confront the fact that a lot of people are on anxiety medications. They're, they're really dealing with something legitimate. Any words of advice for small business owners yeah. on handling that? Yeah, I would say don't, you know, don't cop an attitude that, oh, everyone's just trying to do this because they don't want to go to work. I sincerely believe that most of the people really do have anxiety about it and be as sensitive as you can be about it and be as accommodating as you can be about it, but don't get angry about it. I mean, they, they legitimately have anxiety about coming to work, so do everything you can. But you do have to, in your head, put a certain place where, okay, I've done everything I can. If they don't want to come to work, that's a decision they can make, but you got to keep the business going. I, I read a couple of, I read an article about some business owners that aren't going to tell their employees to get off unemployment because they're making more money. And then they talk about how they're afraid they're going to go out of business. How is that going to help anybody? So your employees make a few dollars more, a few, let's say they make another $400 for another four weeks. Okay, so they made another $1,600 on unemployment, and then when they're done, the business is gone. I mean, how does that help anybody? So it's, 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 uh, it's a very trying and difficult thing to navigate, but you know, you have to try to keep a balance. This is wonderful, thank you. Any parting advice to small business owners? Yeah. Running a business is like flying an airplane. You're the, you're the captain and you need to stay focused. Get rid of fear and replace it with focus. Just because there's people screaming in the back of the plane, oh, we're going to crash, we're going to... Ignore it. Fly the plane. Turn the dials. What does that mean? It means look at your costs. It means look at, you know, see what... There's going to be opportunity after this is done, for sure. There's going to be competitors that went out and, and maybe you should be working on your website now if it's not good. And you should be looking for some, maybe some new people to replace the one that didn't want to come back that got displaced by some of the competitors that went out. There is always opportunity out there during these situations. And your job is to fly the plane. Look at every dial from the employees to your vendors, to your customers, and work on all of them. And just, just like I said, I've been through five recessions. This is worse than most but uh, the rules still don't change. There's no pity parties in business, sorry. Our job is to deal with things and now's the time to be a superhero. Forget about fear, work on focus. And most of them will come through this and unfortunately some of them will have the odds against them for various reasons and that's an unfortunate you know, situation. Jay Gold, it's been wonderful having you on our show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.
Thanks for listening to Small Business Lifeline. This has been Christine Honeydare Bryan with Crane Communications. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast networks. And if you have story ideas, please email me at c-d-a-r-e-b-r-y-a-n at c-r-a-i-n-s-n-e-w-y-o-r-k dot com. We will be coming to you each week with more tips on how small businesses can survive this pandemic. Have a prosperous week. We are cheering you on.